0: The Essential Services Commission is Victoria's independent regulator in the electricity and gas, water, local government and transport sectors. We promote the long-term interests of consumers in regulating the price, quality and reliability of essential services. Our people are thought leaders who work in a dynamic and collaborative environment, making a positive difference to the lives of all Victorians. Gabrielle Henry is the Executive Director of Victorian Energy Upgrades, returning to the Commission in 2022 after four years with the Department of Environment, Land, Water and Planning. With extensive experience in sustainable and renewable energy, Gabrielle's education includes engineering, finance and German and also interior design. So welcome, Gabrielle.
1: Thank you so much, Kate. Lovely to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here. So first question off the bat, what got you involved in the renewable energy sector?
1: So I think I always had interest in sustainability. My father was um, always interested in... Um, in all things sustainability and permaculture and sort of uh, probably he had a beard and he was probably a bit of a hippie, to be honest. So there was always that in the background. But while I was studying um, engineering and I'd moved across there from interior design, now I think everyone could probably agree that, you know, if you're an interior designer, you're not really going to change the world. And I, I was looking for something with a little bit more purpose and engineering was a pretty good fit to that. You could, you could do some really fantastic things in engineering. And while I was an undergraduate, I um, did a six-month stint at a global energy company in Switzerland. So that sort of got me already steered towards the energy sector. Now, mm. I must admit, I just applied for it because it was sort of like going work sounds in Switzerland. Sounds cool. Sounds <laughs> cool. And then I just found myself <laughs> in the energy sector. And so then because I had that experience, um, I got a, actually a graduate job while I was still an undergraduate in my final year, um, and that was with an Australian-based um, global renewable energy company. And so I then sort of honed my studies and chose my final electives in uh, both energy and particularly focusing on renewable energy. It wasn't a specific elective, but I said I want to look at renewable energy and also maintenance engineering to do with that so I could sort of tinker with the machines and fix them. So, and I've been involved in sort of both renewable and sustainable energy, sort of, and particularly energy efficiency where I find myself now, sort of across my career ever since.
0: So, you must have seen huge changes over the past 20 years then. Yeah,
1: and I think. One of the things, I guess, anecdotally, that makes it different is since my graduation, when I first graduated, and people were like, So you're working in the renewable energy <laughs> sector? What, what, is that and uh, that's a very interesting niche thing to do and uh, good luck with that we're going to go and work in mining and oil and gas and automotive and go and earn lots of money and sort of do things that normal people do but if you want to do that sort of slightly eccentric thing you go for it and then I found that those same people were kind of coming back to me sort of from the early 2000s and kind of increasingly so to say how do we get into your sector it's really the place to be there's so much that's exciting that's happening. It's really important that we have um, climate change goals in mind. That we're all doing something. We're using our skills and our abilities to help the planet. So it was a really interesting turnaround. I kind of went from being a you know sort of a little bit of a, a, an outcast Freak. and doing yeah, <laughs> exactly and doing something that was a little bit unusual to suddenly everyone's clamouring and getting on board. And would you believe you know back in the days when you got newspapers, I used to cut out the articles that were relation in relation to renewable energy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Could you think of doing that now? It's no. like in every paper every
0: day. Correct. And do you still have them? I still do.
1: I've still got a lot of those early articles and, um, uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see this evolve because it's just everywhere in the media now.
0: Well, exactly, and probably the language around it as well. You
1: know, it would have yes. been
0: highly, um, you know, exploratory and, mm. and unknown and... Mm.
1: solar panels and you know newfangled things. (laughs) It's the Star Trek of the future. Absolutely that's right it really was and it was very future focused but we're not sure we're here yet but we're doing some really exploratory things in this space.
0: Fascinating and so what have been the driving values in your career? I think the thing
1: as I mentioned before that sort of really driven me is that You know, real drive to make a difference. How am I helping the world? How am I helping the planet? And how am I using sort of my powers for good in that sense? In terms of what drives me sort of more, um, I guess, more personally in the workplace is making sure that I do everything for, with respect and kindness in terms of everyone that you encounter in your work. And we're very lucky at the Commission to have lots of really, really lovely people who I enjoy working with on a daily basis. And I have to say throughout my career that has not always been the case Mm -hmm. but always approaching sort of every situation with respect and kindness I think is a key recipe um, for me and making sure you treat everyone how you would like to be treated. Um, Another thing that, you know, I really enjoy and that sort of drives um, sort of from a key value perspective is just, you know, helping others to achieve their potential. So, you know, that's a really exciting opportunity for me, understanding what drives other people and how I can help them along in their journey.
0: Do you feel like the commission really supports you to do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's um one of the things that I really liked about the commission when I first uh, came to work here many, many moons ago now. Um, and one of the things that drew me back to come back um, sort of more recently to work at the commission is that it's very much about supporting staff and um, the commission definitely uh, walks the walk as
0: well as talking the talk. What are some of your greatest lessons that you have learned throughout your career?
1: Well, I guess what main lesson for me is that there's always more to learn. So, Mm -hmm. the energy sector in particular is an exciting and rapidly evolving sort of place to be. So, there's always more to know. Another thing is just in terms of how you approach things, always be positive and back yourself. Mm. You know, you're always sort of thinking, gosh, I'm, you know, maybe I'm not sure about this, this is the right thing to do, um, someone else might know more than me. No, you have the, you know, sort of opportunity to find those answers and also to be internally a mentor to yourself. To sort of encourage yourself and um, support yourself to uh, sort of to step out and explore new things and uh, and to find the answers you need. And then I think, you know, as part of that, always just being open and looking for ways to improve. So sort of always be on that journey. And uh, I I think that's a sort of, for me, um, they're the big lessons for me in terms of helping me to grow and move forward.
0: And just teasing a little bit out there where you talked about backing yourself, obviously, as a woman in a male-dominated industry, has that served you well?
1: I think so. I think it's been exceedingly challenging uh, at times, and but you know, sort of those kind of things always make you stronger. And definitely, um, you know, you don't take things for granted. You always, um, you know, it helps you to think about some of the situations you found yourself in and, and how you've dealt with that. So I, I think if I had have been, you know, a male in the same career, I would have. There would have been lots of things I never noticed. There would have been lots of challenges I'd never faced. And so there would have been lots of insights and skills that I never would have had the opportunity to um, sort of to gather and learn and grow from. So, um, of course, I'm grateful for that.
0: Absolutely. So what is the most rewarding part of working for the commission?
1: I think it's definitely a mixture of the purpose of the work and also, of course, the people. So it's a great culture and, you know, it's part of going back to that purpose. You get to help Victorian energy consumers, um, which is pretty much everyone if you really look at it. So, you know, that is a purpose that's, um, you know, that's, that's pretty bewitching.
0: And interestingly enough, it's what every guest on the podcast has said as well from the commission. I think it's something that really drives all of us is that we feel we are really working towards some greater good for the Victorian people.
1: Fantastic. Well, good to know that I'm on message. Correct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you have a a very rewarding career. What do you do in your downtime?
1: well, lots of different things. It'd be uh, no surprises since I've had a sort of a fairly diverse background. Um, I'm always involved in interior design and gardening projects. Um, many, many, many of them half finished. <laughs> um, I love learning languages as well. I mean, I did German as a major as part of my um, my arts degree. But um, in this modern digital age, you can learn languages online and Lockdown was a great opportunity to just immerse myself in that. So, um, sort of languages is. That's always fantastic and particularly learning ones where I might have friends who speak those languages so that I have an opportunity to use them. Um, And I'm also part of a dance troupe, so um, that's really fun. And, you know, sort of we have to make all our own costumes, um, so I have cupboards and cupboards full of um, sort of sequins sequins (laughs) and shiny sparkly things. If you open any cupboard in my house, uh, (laughs) you'll be (laughs) covered, covered in shiny glittery things. So there's an awful lot of... Of, um, sort of glitter and zhuzhing that goes on in my house you might
0: I love it. And also I have been on Teams meetings with you where I see that beautiful wallpaper you have in that room (laughs) as well. I covet that wallpaper every time we're on a meeting.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I am a big fan of the wallpaper mural and I do have one in uh, in every room in my house and uh, they're quite tricky to put up but quite
0: enjoyable once they're there. I can imagine, but yes, absolutely well worth it. And so you uh, have mentioned before that you came back to work for the commission last year. So what would you say to anyone thinking of working here?
1: Uh, that's pretty simple. I'm say, please do come and join us. You'll be really glad you did. I think there's a lot of people who, um, you know, sort of do when they come and join the commission. Might think, well, I'm just here to do a particular job or come in and do a particular role. I know when I initially started, um, I'd actually been working in a startup company. Um, I was working as a um, sort of general manager in a business that was um, sort of doing some IT sort of services in the energy industry and we just lost a couple of major clients and I just sort of went okay I'm just going to have to do something a bit part-time to bide my time until we pick things up again so I came in as a three-day a week job just going well this will be interesting this will just sort of fill in my time um, and I ended up actually just giving up all the other sort of work and areas of interest I had and putting all my efforts into the commission because I just found the work so interesting and found it a great place to work so it really did kind of draw me in you might just think you're putting a your toe in. Under the water but once you are sort of in there it's um you realize that it's really a fantastic place to to work and uh, to grow and to build on your career and to get to do that with some other fantastic people at the same time it's um uh, it's a it's a really fantastic place to be
0: I can actually very much relate to that because that's pretty much what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Consultancy before COVID and then got exhausted and decided I just wanted a, a nine-to-five job so I didn't have to think about things and here I am.
1: Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> well, wow, it's I could say. It sucks uh, us in, right? That's exactly right. We're making it sound like a cult.
0: It's not it a cult. Is, it's, no, <laughs> it's a fun place to be. And, and people do leave and come back as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. We're free to leave leave at any time.
0: time <laughs> um, Gabrielle, it's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day today.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure. Lovely chatting with you, Kate.
0: Want to know more about us? Visit esc.vic.gov.au forward slash careers to find out what it's like to work for the Essential Services Commission and see our latest career opportunities.